With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Good thing this is commercial talk radio as opposed to public talk radio because you get too riled up before a show for public radio. You have oh, to be mellower, Tom. Wind it down. As, yeah. now, that comes from the guy who has no career in public where I do. You've never no been career. on the public airwaves. No, I have no, never been I on the have public airwaves. Not but once, I but twice, not. No. by the way. Yeah, twice. but that was public television. No, I was on public radio, too. You were on NPR? Career started at KASB Bellevue, 1974. Oh, that was before it got it got really quiet. That was before it, it took it what down. What is that supposed to mean? Huh? You, uh, what, wait a minute. Was there actually public radio in the 70s? Well, it was a public radio. It was community radio. radio. Yeah. Not community. It was, it was owned it by was the school, school District. Educational. Yeah. I don't know Edu- how educational wait, 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 was. Wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. Excuse me. It was public. High school. It was high school. Yes, it was. Radio. That's right. That was, by the way, I checked the other day. That was the peak of my career. That was the tip top. Yeah, that's, that was where down it, from there. Sadly. Yeah. Really, seriously, consider Como to be a step down from your no, high school Como, radio station. Me. I'm talking about me oh, here, not oh, the station. Oh, oh. All right. Because yeah, yeah. if I was the management not, not, not and staff that, of KOMO Radio lucky, Seattle, I would be very unhappy with you right lucky now. Lucky they let me in the studio here. That's a whole exactly. different thing. And yeah. it's, you know, yeah. it's, a whole, it's a fight every Saturday to get Believe him in. Believe it. Believe it. It's like, it. oh, you're back. Yeah. Please. Really? Well, they did lock Another the doors week? for they did lock the doors for a few months, and now I'm back in. So. Now they let you back. In. Good to know. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald, the guy whose career is nearly over. Tom Cox. Well, that's uh, true of you too, by the way. Why? Why, why are we doing this? Then it's yeah. just this is too sad and pathetic. All right, we'll I try don't... and clean it up a little bit for today. What do you say? All right, here's the deal. This is a show about money, about you and your money. Now. You may disagree with us, but we're probably right. So give us a call at 855-935-TALK. There's a reason why I said that. You'll find out in a moment. 855-935-8255. We will try to answer any question. Any question has anything to do with money uh, and answer it in the best way humanly possible based on Decades of knowledge. In fact, between us in the financial services industry, we probably have as much experience as uh, the uh, more experience than the years either of us have been alive. And, you know, let's start there, because last year, uh, 2019, a great year for Facebook stock, a great year for Facebook posts, if you believe Don's wife, Debbie. I mean, it's prolific number of posts <laughs> on Facebook. All the I time. know. And but was it a good year for Facebook uh, investors to get investing I, advice I, and learn how to? Well, get no, rich? 2019 was not because I decided to make it my one of my business New Year's resolutions to make us a, a bigger presence on Facebook. 
since my wife and all of her friends seem to be there all the time, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I don't like it that much personally, but I'm going to make vestry and talking real money, particularly a bigger presence. So after the first of the year, I started pushing our podcast a little more on Facebook. Yeah. And so I did that starting. Um, it took a while. Facebook declined to promote us at first because for some reason, because I said gambling in the title, they thought we were pushing gambling and I had to write them back and go, no, we're actually opposed to gambling. So I started uh, January 2nd putting our We know our, how careful they are about the things they let up oh, on Facebook. Exactly. Just, I'm going, wait, really? You let the Russians on and you won't let us on? <laughs> There's a message Come there. on. And it's not a good so, one, by the way. Anyway, anyway, I, I put it up there and wow, I did not expect so many of you would comment. The headline for this one is, are you an investor or a gambler? And then it says, stocks, more like in gambling than investing. That's the headline. Individual stocks. I didn't have room for that. Yeah, it because we believe in owning stock so, markets, <laughs> but not owning individual equities. And then what happened? The, the first comment I got yeah. was from some guy. I don't know where he is. I'll read it to you. Poppycock. <laughs> poppycock. wrote that? I have not used the word poppycock in my entire life. Really? I was I thinking think I have to go the, back to the 70s for that. I think, okay. I thought that, like the 1870s. <laughs> May have been. Poppycock. I've invested in stocks for 30 years. Conservative stock picking paid for two children's college. See, poppycock. It works in a 19th century yeah, British it accent. It does. Yeah, yeah. Very well. Very well. Yeah. So I got that one. Yeah. What else? Then that was immediately followed by some guy <laughs> in Illinois mm-hmm. who just went. Now, remember, this is a podcast. His response was, article is BS, except he spelled the word out. Which we don't like want to say. the whole world. Which, no, we can't oh, say on the radio. So we'll come so back I, and talk about individual stocks. What I responded by actually, it's a podcast, not an article. But yeah, you know, who wants to find point? But yeah, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about why you we call believe us. individual stocks yeah. are gambling, and you can call us to argue with us. Eight five five nine three five talk. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no obligation risk quiz at talkingrealmoney.com. <laughs> For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We'll talk about money matters of any kind because, you know, money does, in fact, matter a lot. And uh, bear in mind, we're now uh, Facebooking there. The Talking Real Money Facebook page is uh, there. You can join the heated conversation. Call us names if you want. 855-935-TALK. We've heard them all before, so go ahead. We've heard them all before. 855-935-8255. And we're going to go over to the phones now. Don, you're on. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, Don. Hi. So real quick, I don't want to take a whole lot of your time. Uh, My father's retired, and he's getting a uh, Social Security check every month. And he claims that he doesn't pay any income tax. And I'm getting ready to retire. And I'm just wondering, has that changed? Do I have to pay income tax on my Social Security benefit? It depends. <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm imagining your father has no other source of income, correct? That's correct. He's a gambler. Yeah. He's a gambler. <laughs> okay. 
yeah. professional. Does he have, does he have yeah. any tips for wait, us or anything? Or wait, wait, wait. Does, does he? Does he report? He's, does he report good. his income? Uh, when he wins, they, he has okay. to. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the he, but uh, he says sometimes it's the chicken, sometimes it's the feathers. Oh, that's now that's one I hadn't heard either. I, I, I'm going to go with a chicken every time for my house. But um, oh, that's well, funny. Well, he doesn't always win, so sometimes right. he loses. I like that. What, and then he has that's, to wait that's for why they call it gambling. Come before he can. That's right. And yeah. what is and so what I is his gamble. game of choice? Uh, he plays cards. I, oh, okay. I think he plays poker. Okay. Yeah, good he's good at the block. Well, if. Yeah, it's it, he's in a situation where he would not. You, it, no. there are income limits that can cause Social Security income to be taxable at a certain level, but he apparently okay. is under those numbers. So, in your case, you may not be. So, it depends. A lot of people retire, take Social Security while there's or don't retire, take Social Security. They don't realize they're paying a big tax on it. So that makes no sense. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm waiting to my, uh, uh, my my FRA Good. and then they, then they say that you don't have to worry about how much you work. And so, well, no, um, that's not true. Yeah. Either. That, that, it's true to a point because the, before FRA, before your full retirement age, if you make, you, if you, if you make additional revenue above, I don't know, it was like 17,000 or 18,000, yeah, then, then your benefit actually gets reduced. Yep. But after FRA, yeah, then your ta- your in your Social Security benefit, a portion of it can be taxable, but Correct. it is not directly reduced. Yeah, hmm. those are things to oh. carefully consider before you retire. Your father's in a better spot. Yeah, run some tax, run some just yeah. tax scenarios before you get there, and uh, and and you can do. There are calculators online that can help you figure that out. Or if you have an investment advisor, they should be able to help you figure it out. I, I do. I, I have an annuity, and I'm and from what I understand, there's a couple of things that change. One change last year was that you're now allowed to put in uh, seven thousand as yes. the max in twenty twenty. Uh, that's they, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and they well, I did it last year too. Mm, then you're going to have a five hundred dollar excess. The max contribution to an IRA or Roth last year was sixty five hundred. The max this year oh, is seven thousand. Well, he had me. He had me put in seven thousand late last year, and uh, this year it's, he says it's, uh, I guess it's the same. But uh, there's another change that just recently occurred: is that now instead of uh, the ma- um, uh, maximum age. Is changed from seventy to seventy-two. Well, yeah, okay. You can work until you're seventy-two. Yeah, okay. So I want to go. They, yeah, we'll go now. To that, wait, Tom. Two thousand nineteen. The the contribution limit was six thousand in nineteen with a with a thousand dollar catch up. Ah, I thought that was twenty. Ah, I thought that was twenty. No, that was twenty. Yeah. Okay. That so was twenty nineteen. They, yeah. they changed yeah. it in twenty nineteen. It went from six from from fifty-five to six, and then to seven. And that's staying the same in 2020. Ah, okay. okay, so he was correct. But and then in terms of your, what you're talking about is required minimum distributions. The government with the SECURE Act will now allow you to start your required minimum distributions from IRAs, 401ks at age 72, where it used to be at age 70 and a half. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't believe in 401ks. I've, I know people that have lost 
because the companies went to hell. Well, that has and nothing so to do with I your 401k, sir. Okay. I don't have I don't have a 401k. Okay, I but never I, have. I never yeah, believed in it. But I want to dispel but, the. What I have is this. Okay, that's that's yeah, it doesn't apply. The to me. health of but the I, firm I, in which you work has nothing to do with the investments in the 401k, unless you hold company stock. That right, could, yeah. right. But which, not, which, separate things. Which goes back to our original point that we were talking about: owning individual stocks is a mistake. And yes, people have owned individual yep. stock in their four hundred one ks at work, and then the company went belly up. This happened at Washington Mutual. And this happened Enron, a lot at Enron. WorldCom. There were there were people owned a lot of company yeah. stock in their 401ks. And if the company goes to zero in that case, then your 401k goes to zero. But to Tom's point, this is an important distinction. You, whatever it is you have in your 401k is separate from the financials of your company. Those are in custodian accounts. Yep. They are not connected to your firm. If you had a 401k and it was invested with Vanguard or Fidelity or whomever, that money, even if your company went bankrupt, that money is still there and it is still yours. Thanks for the Just call, Don. Clean, clean that Good little luck. fact up. Good luck to your dad. Yeah. Do you split and, the uh, tens? I always forget. Anyway, I should went to ask him but I ran out of time. You know what? Nope. It's gambling. And again, oh, okay. that goes back to our original point. Yes. Gambling is not an investment strategy. Gambling is not even, for most people, a source uh, of but income. But let's finish with the in individual stocks. The only reason you'd ever own an individual stock is to make more than the stock market, correct? Right. Why else would you yeah. do it? Well, why no else would reason. you do it? That, and so the, what well, it because suggests, the risks are dramatically yeah, higher. And what it suggests is that you or the person telling you know something more about that company than others do. And you don't. Which, to me, is it's just astonishing. Sorry. One- Here's one of the arguments, I, I got to, the fact of the matter is all of you who say, oh, buying individual stocks makes great sense. I've been successful. Congratulations yeah. on being lucky. Congratulations on being lucky. You you were lucky. The vast majority of stocks do well. So your luck is enhanced by that. The vast majority of stocks go up while many go down. The fact of the matter is, though, you cannot know that the stock you own will not go to zero. You cannot know that. It is an impossible thing to know. Just ask anyone who owned Enron, General Motors, Delta Airlines, WorldCom, Washington Mutual, here's, and the list goes on. And here's the other thing to remember. The return you make on that individual stock needs to be far greater than holding a mutual fund of hundreds of companies because the risk is far greater way you higher. do not if so. you own a globally diversified portfolio of stocks you have essentially zero risk zero risk of total loss of principal if you own an individual stock you absolutely have that risk 855-935-TALK is our phone number tom and don are talking real money Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Trying to help you move forward in life, have the money you need to enjoy a great future, and do it without all the garbage and gizmos and gadgets and confusion and frustration and complexity that the bulk of this industry throw your way. 855-935-TALK is our number. You can call during the show or you can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We'll take your calls on the podcast. 
And we'd love to help, really. Even if you disagree, we want to hear from you. 855-935-TALK. And Craig, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, Craig. Hi, how are you doing? We're doing great. How can we help you today? Well, um, I'm getting, I'm nearing uh, retirement, and uh, I'm talking to a, uh, a, a retirement planner or whatever, and he wants me to invest in a couple things. Uh, one is a, uh, well, it's it's not a long-term uh, care policy. It's it's he says it's through an insurance company. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's an, it's really an insurance vehicle, and they'll insure anybody, regardless of their health. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's these new hybrid yeah, long-term care annuities. Are you giving? Yeah. Are you putting a certain amount of money into this, and then the premium gets paid out of that? Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. That's yep. Yep. That's, that's that typical. long-term care. And, and he said that it, it'll be good for three hundred thousand dollars. Right. Um, yeah. Um, right. I'd be and able that's to withdraw uh, over over time or whatever. Yeah, that's the or, insurance or company that playing the odds. Yeah, that's the insurance company playing the odds. They know they're, but the problem is, once you go past three hundred thousand dollars, it's all on you. Right. No, we get that's that. Correct. And yeah, this is these are these are pretty standard these days. Uh, we 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 have mixed okay. emotions about them. But what and what else is he pitching you? What else is he suggesting you? Well, get the into? other thing is, I mean, he wants me to become more conservative in my investing, uh, which mm-hmm. is fine, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, he wants me to, it's, um, uh, trying to think it, it's called the, can Alliance I, wait, can I, can I, yeah. Okay. It's I'm an sorry? indexed annuity. It, it, yes. It's an indexed annuity where it says you'll never lose anything, but it only grows. Oh, it, it only grows. Can I, can I ask you a question, Craig? What did Absolutely. they, how much did they imply it might grow? Imply they didn't um, promise, but what did they imply? The returns yeah, of the well, stock market, be, maybe. Yeah, close or a little less than that, I think. But yeah. <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to the beginning. This, these are all good questions. So they're um, great questions. The first part is for us as both advisors and practitioners and journalists. We truly believe that anybody listening, anybody, should only go to a fee-only 100% fiduciary for this kind of advice for the exact reason yep. you just mentioned because the products that they're using. And by the way, there may be a reason to have long-term care. That, that's a separate issue, but those products have a commission involved. The commission creates a conflict of interest in my mind. And oh, it does. Even the, even the uh, FINRA and uh, the Department of Labor believe that commissions create a conflict of interest. The SEC does. Number two. It's not just us. Yeah. Number two, do you really need, and I'm going to say probably not, the equity index annuity? In other words, people have strange reasons for buying this because they buy them for what Don just said. I'm going to get basically the returns of the market with no risk. That has not been the track record. We can clearly show you, in fact, the the numbers there, I f- we looked at the one study that we could actually find, right, Don, where it was like 3% a year. 3.5%, yeah. That is um, not the return and, of the market, Craig, by the way. And Craig, let me let me just uh, throw a quick important question in. How old are you? 63. Okay. And this money is the money that you would put into the indexed annuity would be for retirement, correct? Correct. Um, did they mention the surrender charge to you? Uh, no, he didn't. Oh, what an interesting thing to leave out. Do you know if you want to, yep. let's just say something happened and next year you want to take all that money out. 
They're going to charge you 10%, 8 to 10% to get out. In the worst case, yes, 10%. And that lasts for somewhere between 7 and 10. I've even seen one that lasted 15 years where there was a surrender charge. They make huge commissions. They have massive incentive to sell you these policies. And the reality is they are so complicated. They are so convoluted. They are not simple. They make a fortune for the insurance agent and they never make the kind of money implied that is implied for the clients. I wouldn't touch an index annuity for retirement with a thousand foot pole. I would stay away and I would never talk to this guy. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Oh, I so wish the people who sold variable or indexed annuities, even variable annuities, I just wish they would all go away. I know they won't. or, or... Or they'd get regulated, nope. or they'd be required well, the more, to act as fiduciary. What's the one universal? The one that's more popular. It was written about in the oh, journal. Oh, universal, uh, indexed universal life. Yeah, indexed right. universal life. Yeah, yeah. That was in the Wall Street Journal today, where they. You uh, don't believe us about this? Go read the journal piece. The, yeah, they have an own yeah. insurance person there saying these are sold that you get most of the market return and never lose. Don't sell them that way. And that's what regulators are looking at. Don't regulators actually, even insurance regulators who tend not to regulate much. They tend to like, Hey, you're an insurance agent. Do whatever you want. Just make sure your company (laughs) hires me when I'm done being a commissioner. Okay. (laughs) Stop it. 855-935-TALK is our number. Uh, 855-935-8255. Oh, cynical. Am I cynical? Yes. Okay. A little bit, a little bit. 855-935-TALK. That's the number, and Mo is the next caller. Hi, Mo. Welcome to the show. Oh, hey guys. Hey, hey. I had a question What's for up? you. I've got, I've got a Roth IRA, so I'm kind of familiar with the whole Roth IRA thing. But my son just got a job, and he signed up for a Roth 401k. Yes, sir. And mm-hmm. I, I wasn't familiar with that, and I don't know if if he's still eligible to get a Roth. On top of that, or if that kind of squeezes him out. No, he can do both. No, he can do both. Yeah, which is a great, okay, so a great thing. I mean, when really when you're young and you're not making a ton of money, you, it, it, when you could you'll probably make more later on. It's a great time to put money away in a Roth because you don't need the tax deduction, and then whatever you put in in Roth vehicles grows tax free forever. And he is eligible for both. Subject to income limits, but I I would imagine he's not yeah, there yet. which phase out I think this year starting at like one hundred and ninety thousand. Yeah, you making like more that. than one hundred and ninety. Okay. No, that'd be nice, but okay. no. All right. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. no well, I would highly I highly recommend. I think Don's exactly right, especially for a young person. If you can afford to just use the Roth four hundred one k, which is the same. All the only difference between that and a regular a regular four hundred one k comes out before your income, so it's pre tax. A Roth is after your income, so you already paid tax on it. Then that, as Don said, is going to grow tax-free. The pre-tax, for 30 year, yeah, the, years the, or more. The oh. pre-tax stuff is going to grow, and then you have to take it out and pay tax on it. So for a young person to do that plus a Roth IRA, I think, is huge. And uh, Okay. That, I mean, so, and by the way, it, how, old, how old is your son? He's 22. I mean, my recommendation there would be 100% in 
stocks. And if he's going to do the Roth IRA, go to Vanguard and just own the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, where you get yep. 8,800 securities for like 20 basis points or something. I mean, it's dirt cheap. 10. 10. Ba- I mean, it's okay. really. Yeah, his, com- his company kind of limits him on the 401k. I think he's yep. in a age age adjusted type mutual fund that'll change as he gets older. This is an yeah, a lot of discussion. them do target yeah. date. A so, lot of them force target dates. In fact, I talked to Paul Merriman today because Paul's the only person in the world who writes me on Saturday morning at 4.27 a.m. and says, are you up? Would you like to chat? I wasn't up till <laughs> And you're usually up at 4.27 a.m. 4.45. But anyway, he, he on his website, depending on, they have a lot of 401ks where they've analyzed. But the point of is, if you have no interest in this, he believes, and I think it's right, do the two-fund approach. So in your son's case, it would be the one fund is the target date and then add in, if they have available, small or small value stock fund because that gives you some more exposure to the parts of the market that have had greater returns over a long period of time. Then you complement that by having the Roth, as I say, at Vanguard. That's the way I'd go. Okay. Sounds good. And so for the Roth 401k, I hadn't heard that name before, but it's basically just a 401k. It is. Yep. It's because it's a company-sponsored retirement plan is simply post-tax money. That's the only difference. It is a relatively new yeah, it's iteration. Yeah, last 10 years, 12 years, something last, like that. Yeah, yeah. Relatively yeah it's new. relatively new. So a lot of people who are you know, just used to the regular 0401ks are still not familiar with them, but they're perfectly legit. And I think for for the younger, the younger you are, the more sense they make. And thanks for the call, Mo. We really appreciate it. We've got a couple lines open because some folks dropped off. The number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. This is your life we're talking about. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. That phone number, and it's a really good phone number because you can call it anytime. You can call during the show when it's live on Saturdays from noon to 2 Pacific <laughs> or 3 call. to 5 Eastern. Don't call Paul Merriman at that hour. Don't call me. Paul does that. You're up but you can call our number at oh, that okay. hour. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. 855-935-TALK. 24 7. We're always taking your calls. Okay. Answering your questions. Love to. So do that. And we're going to do that now with Catherine. Catherine, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, Catherine. Uh, Hi. Um, I've got a question about college funds. I know in the past you said Utah's the best one to invest in. So what's going on with that? Is it still Utah? You know, it is our favorite for the following reasons. Uh, and by the way, we here's the that money that you put at in the Utah 529 plan can be used for higher education in any state, anywhere, anywhere. Yes. So that okay, so you that's don't have thing. to go to the University yeah. of Utah or Brigham, or Younger, Brigham Young, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the reasons yeah. why we like it. Number one, the costs are very, very, very low. Number two, there are no commissions. Number three, they have an age-based plan, which I think for most people makes sense. So the money goes in and depending on the age of the beneficiary, the person who's going to use that, it's managed to that. So say, for example, the beneficiary is one-year-old, I got a one-year-old grandson. It's basically 100% in stocks because they're not going to use the money for 17 years. 
I also have an 11 year old daughter. She hers now. I just noticed the other day has about hard to believe, isn't I know, it? He has an 11 year old daughter. Uh, <laughs> sweet kid doesn't know anything about this yet. So let's just leave it at that. But uh, hers, I just looked the other day, has almost 30% now in bonds. So it's 70 30 at 11, which makes sense, right? Well, she's, she's old. She's yeah. old. She's halfway ancient. there. So it's managed yeah. to that end. And here's the fourth reason we like them the type of mutual funds they employ are low cost index or index style funds. That's mm-hmm. and you want to add anything to that? From, Tom? That's from why, Vanguard yeah. and Dimensional, yeah, correct? Uh, so we really like it. Although I would like to add something for anyone who might be listening in the state of Illinois. Illinois's new five twenty nine, yeah, is terrific for Illinois residents. Illinois is a high tax state, and if you're an Illinois resident, you get a tax deduction for your contribution. Yeah, and their plan is almost identical to Utah's. Really. They yeah. finally did something right. Does that help, Catherine? They did something right. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it does. Thanks a lot. You're, by the way, what is All the right. website? Don always knows the website. Is it? Oh, it's my529.com. My529.com or .org? I think it might be .org. Dot, yeah, I no, think My529. You're going to challenge me uh, on no, that. I've been wrong, so I think, on every, gonna... every one of these so far today. So Yeah, it's you hit. they have both. They okay. own both right. domain go. names. 529.com By the way, by the way, you mentioned what? Illinois. Fascinating what? story. Fascinating story. What? This about week. Illinois? Yeah. They just floated some bonds. Now, they are the worst rated. I didn't know oh. this. The worst oh, rated municip- municipality in the country. Their, their finances are in horrible But you shape. know because the municipal bond market is so hot and needs issuers. You know what the rate? I think it was like a 20-year bond. You know what they're paying? No. 2.8% because the market is so strong. So many people want to buy municipal bonds. Had a huge, huge year, both in terms of returns and money piling into them that they can float a rate. Oh, yeah, it should worry you. I mean, people are kind of getting stupid. We don't own them because the funds we own will not own the quality of like that. I mean, probably still a double B or something. But anyway, the point is you can float those that kind of stuff out there. Because muni bonds are so hot. It was a big write-up in the journal a couple of days ago. Yeah, and by the way, for those of you who are listening in Illinois. We love you. you. Uh, it's called the Bright Start in Illinois. Oh, okay. Brightstart.com. Brightstart. And it has similar plan Va- now. Huh? Vanguard, Dimensional. Wow. They have the they age-based. Up. Fees are low. And for Illinoisans, it's tax-deductible. And now if they could do something about the corruption... The cold winters yeah. and really, the lousy oh. sports team to oh. be okay. Oh, no, I love winters. Chicago. Okay, I love. Chicago. Oh no, not in the winter. No, I, I've never been there. Never. I lived there. <laughs> I know you did. I worked at Sears in the tower. <laughs> I have never felt cold like that. Cold that pierces to the bones. I had to carry literally in my pocket every day during the winter. A both a cigarette lighter and a lock de-icer thing because sometimes you'd need it both. You'd have to like ignite to get your, your car, car. Oh, to get, get the car door locked oh, to open because sakes. the water from the lake, the moisture would get inside your car lock, freeze it solid. And solid. people live there because somebody because, builds a oh, town there. I know there. why. Because the Cubs some, might win the World Series no, once no, every No, because some idiot years. built a town there because it was right by a big lake. Yeah, it is pretty, for shipping I guess. cattle. No, the, it's not. Because of the skiing? No, that's right. They don't have skiing because they don't have any mountains. They don't have any mountains. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, it was because they could bring the cattle from the yeah. west, put them on a boat. No, at, at Lou Lake Malnati's Michigan. Pizza. That's why. I love that well, pizza. Yeah. Good pizza. Yeah. 
All right. Pizza. Give you that. dish pizza. It's not oh. even the Sears Tower anymore. <laughs> now what is it? I forget. They still take you the by Willis. on the architecture. On the the architecture Willis tour, Tower. Which I highly recommend if you go to Chicago. I've done that like three times. I love it every time. They go down the river. In the summer. I just said I never go there in the winter. Who do I look like? I think I was. And you know the they had to make the Chicago River flow the other way. I do. I know that story. Yeah, it used to flow into Lake Michigan, but it was so filthy. They had to make it flow the other way. That's I don't know where something. they dump it, but that's because they man. had all the slaughterhouses there, right? And they just threw everything. Oh yeah, that was uh, yeah. Pretty. That was the Gotta slaughterhouse capital there. of. By the way, so when we come back, let's talk about what you, the listeners, believe is the best investment for the 2020s. You mean in the next hour? Oh, the next hour. Well, let's do it now. I thought we were coming up on a break. We <laughs> no, we're not com- I thought if you had something. I, no, this is fascinating. They, All right. What rate, is it? What's the best rate, inve- bank investment for the 2020s? Interviewed a thousand of us and asked yeah, us, so, yes. what do you think would be the best place to put your money for the 2020s for the best possible return? Now, you remember the 2016 election and how good the polls were then? Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, this okay. may have been. Okay. But here's the thing. <laughs> two-thirds of us, two-thirds of us who responded mm-hmm. believe the best investment mm-hmm. is real estate. Yeah. Real estate. So our friend, Tower. our friend Mark Holbert, who I actually trust because he used to do the Holbert Financial Digest where he looked at all the newsletters and said what a bunch of who we all that was. Plus, but, we know Mark, and we've yeah. interviewed Mark, and Mark, we know, is a straight-up guy. Yeah, So, but he cites a study going from 1890 through 2018. You know the real rate of return for residential real estate? The real. This is, now, is that the, after is that the shilling? Is that the shilling yep, thing? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I knew this. I knew this. I knew this. It was less than 1%. Four-tenths of 1%. Does that sound like you're getting rich? If you bought treasury bonds, 2.7%. This is after inflation. And right. if you bought a global, not globally probably, but a diversified stock portfolio, six and a half percent. But people wow. believe in real estate. By the way, when I told this to one of our advisors, Brian, who's here today, he said, well, yeah, that's true, but not in Seattle. Everybody, I love that. Believe, I love that re- everybody there, well, I that's do. not here because we you know, and, gets and, rich here. And people uh, in the, in the, in the, uh, the late 2000s were saying, yeah, that's everywhere but Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, until that's everywhere but Denver. Yeah, or that's everywhere but New York City or San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Now I get Uh, the coast have made more than the middle. Okay, that's true. Yes, over time, there's no doubt about that. But over time, but the reality is, real estate has been an investment that does one thing and does it well. It keeps up with inflation. Yeah, that's basically what it's done. That's all it's done. And you done. should not buy real estate to get as an investment. It should be for lifestyle reasons. That's it. Right. Now, there is investable real oh, estate yeah. that generates income and the like. But the best way to get that is through a real estate investment trust. Yeah. Go to Vanguard and get a great one. Yep. Your personal experience is not evidence. Your experience is an anecdote. You want evidence, and the evidence is real estate doesn't make a lot of money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
And as you're probably aware, or at least we want to make you aware, our biggest event of the year is coming up. It's called Retire Meet. It is really the retirement event of the season of the year. And it's coming up in February. This is our sixth annual. Everyone's been a sellout. And uh, right now, just for this weekend, this, this is the lowest price you're ever going to get for tickets to Retire Meet. If you use the promo code FLASH when you go to retiremeet.com, you'll get 50% off. Just go to retiremeet.com, promo code FLASH. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.